Hey everybody, real quick before we get started, I'm so excited to announce, and if you missed the announcement in my previous episode, I'm really, really excited about this, that I'm starting a brand new free private Facebook group for husbands who are wanting to overcome and find freedom from pornography. The reason why I created this is because I want to have a community of like-minded people all together moving towards the same goal of finding freedom, having a better relationship, being a better husband and father, and ultimately being able to overcome any old habits or addiction or patterns that's keeping them stuck from being the person they were meant to be. And in the Facebook group, a part of what's going to be different about this than the podcast is I'm going to be going live every single week, and my goal is to answer questions, give support, offer additional tools and guidance directly to your situations. I'm going to be talking about how to overcome triggers, how to truly find freedom from addiction, eliminate nagging thoughts and temptations, reclaim your self-worth, and really experience a sense of peace and relief and improve your relationship all at the same time. And so as we do this, I just want to invite anybody who's interested, all the husbands who are listening, who want some more guidance and tools and support directly for your situation and being with a like-minded group of people, I would love to have you join. All you need to do is go to facebook.com slash groups slash tools to quit. And so I'm going to put that in the show notes as well, but I would love to invite anybody who's interested. And for the ladies that are listening, if you could tell your husbands if they're interested in getting another level of support and tools specific to their situation and knowing that they don't have to do this alone, I would love to have them join. And so I look forward to having people join so we can all move forward together and truly find the freedom and the peace that's available as you get the right tools to help you through this particular situation. Okay, now we'll jump into the episode. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me on another episode. I always enjoy doing these podcasts and I hope that they're helpful. I always appreciate the feedback that I get. So thank you for those who are reaching out and posting reviews and comments. I I wanna make sure these tools are applicable and relevant to anybody who's struggling with this kind of an issue, wanting to rebuild trust and overcome addiction, heal from trauma. And so I was meeting with couples this week and meeting with some clients And I used the same metaphor or analogy like three times and I felt like, okay, I want to make a short little episode describing this metaphor that hopefully will help give some hope and some confidence to couples who are struggling knowing that there is a way forward and there is something that you can do regardless of what your situation is. There's a path forward just by getting the right tools, being pointed into the right direction together. You can overcome anything that you've gone through, especially if there's a willingness. And so uh, the analogy that I like to often give somebody is when I work with somebody, it's typically for a shorter amount of time. I know know, the traditional recovery community will tell you this takes three to five years. I've found that it does not take that long. It doesn't take nearly as long for people to heal if they get the right tools and the right direction at the right phase. And so when I work with couples, my first step is to identify where they are what's their sticking point what's the difficult what's the thing that they might be missing and then just focus on getting those tools to them as quickly as possible so when i work with men individually or when i work with couples is typically 12 weeks and so what i'm going to share with you right now is because i've i've heard people say well how can we make change in just 12 weeks if typically it takes three years then how how is this even possible And so one of the things I like to offer is, number one, getting the right tools at the right phase can have a dramatic difference in the length of time that you have to do this work formally. 
Now, I'm a huge fan of personal development. I love doing my own work. I go to seminars. It's like I, it's a dual purpose. I love going for myself, and I also love learning other ways to help people. And so after having gone to so many seminars and trainings and workshops, I and over the years that I've been working with couples, it's been over 10 years now that I've been working with couples specifically who are struggling with addiction and men as well, individually working with men for that long as well. And what I've found is that after having gone to so many things, so many trainings and, and like so much has opened up in terms of helping people identify where they're stuck and what they need at that particular phase. And so what I've found is that not only can you get the right tools to know how to navigate a certain situation, but once you learn how to do it, then you're able to just implement that tool forever moving forward. And so once couples are clear about where they're stuck and then what they need to do to get out of being stuck, it doesn't, it doesn't have to take three years. You can, you can make tremendous traction in a couple of sessions, a couple of weeks. And I see this over and over again when I work with people where after just even a few weeks, they're in a completely different place because they understand, oh, this is where we're getting stuck. And then this is how we need to approach it moving forward. Once you do that, change can happen very, very quickly. And so the analogy that I that I offered to, to multiple people that I worked with this week. So the analogy that I was giving clients earlier this week was it's, it's based on the old adage. If you give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. If you teach him how to fish, he'll eat for a lifetime. So that was kind of like the, the jumping off point of the analogy. That's my goal when I'm working with people is to give them the skill sets and help them implement the tools that they need to be successful in a marriage or individually overcoming addiction, giving them the skill set for them to do that so they can be successful for the rest of their life. And as much as I love doing my own work, it's not usually done. I have my own mentor who I like speaking with. And if I ever run into some challenges or have some questions or want to process through some of my individual stuff, I love going to him because I just, I like breaking through barriers that I find myself stuck with. But I've, I've done so much work in this realm. And again, it's like this dual purpose of learning. And then I get to implement this in my own life that largely I know how to implement the tools that I've learned so that I can navigate these stuck places that might arise in my own life or in my relationship or in whatever area of life I want to make progress in just by having been by virtue of being in this field I'm learning and able to implement and so it is with people that I work with my goal is to give them the skill set they need to be able to implement forever long after we finish our formal usually a 12-week process sometimes it's a little longer for people who want extra help but long after we finish having the skill set will pull you through any challenge if you if you if you know how to navigate it then of course you know mentorship and support and coaching and all that stuff like you know i i feel like there's tremendous value in that in a, in a long-term way to be able to kind of spot check if you get stuck and it's like i don't really don't know how to navigate this that's when you turn to somebody whether it's through a podcast or through a book or having a coach you do a quick session like hey i'm stuck here shortcut this for me instead of me having to read five books like what do I do here and so when I'm working with people this is the analogy that I shared okay give a man a fish or teach him how to fish the person who learns how to fish will still get hungry just because you have the skill set doesn't mean you're not going to run into challenges 
And so I think so often people get discouraged on this path and they make some progress, then they fall back into an old pattern. They get discouraged. They think maybe I'm not doing anything right. Maybe I'm not changing. Maybe our marriage isn't progressing. We were doing well for a week or two and then here we are back in the same path or we were doing well for a month or two. And now we're back in the same strike, the same struggle, same cycle. The reality is that just because you know how to navigate certain situations doesn't now mean everything is easy. You know, uh, there's a, an example. They're just working with clients in the past. I've I've had people come back after a session and say, "Hey, we we this week was a little rough. We had a really really painful conversation." And I always ask, like, "How did that go?" having these conversations is important. How did it go? And they say, well, you know, we started talking about it. We got stuck. And then we really understood why we got stuck and we started to implement the tools. And then we actually were able to get through it and we found some closure. And I always celebrate that because getting through difficult conversations or having difficult conversations or being stuck in these ruts or having rough spots doesn't mean you're not doing well. So often I'll hear a wife say, we were doing well, and then my husband went back to his old pattern and he got defensive and he got angry. So it just seems like maybe we're not making progress after all. Or the husband might say that about himself. I was doing well and then I slipped. It's been two months and then I went back and maybe this is maybe I'm not maybe I'm not making the progress that I thought I was. The reality is that we are going to encounter difficult situations. And when we do, the goal is to identify what tool we need if we don't have it in place. And if we do have it in place, it's being able to go through and have the conversation. It's being able to go through and navigate on an individual level what might be coming up that needs attention. And so going back to this couple that I just was referencing, going through a very difficult conversation is still really, really hard even if you know how to do it. It becomes infinitely easier knowing how to do it, but it's still hard. It's still painful. I think that's a better word. It's still painful. It's still can bring up our insecurities. Our insecurities and fears can still be activated and it's it's painful, it hurts. And so what I told them was, just like how the fishermen, if you know how to fish, sometimes it's like, it still sucks. You don't wanna go out in the rain. You don't wanna go out in a storm or when the weather's cold and your hands are numb and you have to reel the fish in and then you know you drop the bait. Like it, there's, it still sucks sometimes, it's still hard, even though you know how to do it. And so I wanted to share this just in hopes of providing some encouragement that if you're having a hard time, then it means you're just like the rest of us. I'll share with you a a quick personal example, actually. So uh, just a few days ago, this happened. As much as I love this work, as much as this, like, this is my world. Sometimes I'll tease or like, I'll, you know, I'll kind of joke around and say, you know, don't talk to me about plumbing. Don't talk to me about electricity or how to do car repairs or like there's so many things I don't know how to do. Like I remember somebody talking to me. He's like, he's like, hey, you know, fix your sprinklers. I had a question about some sprinkler thing. And then there was another question. I was like, well, what about this in, in a different field is I don't know what it was. Maybe it was about like, I don't know, car maintenance or something. He's like, aren't you like, aren't don't you have a master's? And I kind of chuckled. I was like, listen, I know, I know a lot about a little. Most things I'm like, I just so, I niched so far deep into this realm of like emotion and mindset and relationships, almost to the detriment of like excluding so much else. 
And so, jokingly, like, as much time as I've spent doing this kind of work, my wife and I still get stuck in the cycles. We still get stuck in this, like, pursue, withdraw cycle. Because, number one, it's largely unintentional. Most of the time when couples get stuck in their negative cycle, it's because it's on accident. There's a, a something that happens and we misinterpret it or something lands on us wrong or we get our feelings hurt. Largely, it's just unintentional. And number two, when you're in a relationship, it still, it still is re- requires vulnerability and investment and energy and effort. So you're putting yourself out there, which is not an easy thing to do. The difference is that when couples who know how to navigate the cycle when they're in it, those couples can exit that. Once you know what to do when you're stuck, that's the key. The key is to know how to get out. It's not to never get stuck. And so that's the difference when, based on all the work that she and I have done with all the stuff that I've learned and we're implementing and practicing, like we do the same thing that couples are, you know, that I, that I teach other couples about how to communicate and, and all that. So when we get stuck, we just know what to do, which is tremendously helpful because then the cycle happens far less often. And then there's just a level of confidence knowing like, okay, we can get out of this. We can work through this. We're on the same team. And so that's, that's a huge difference that makes that, that really does make the difference in a relationship with somebody. And so I'll share with you my example. So uh, it's uh, my wife's a teacher. It's midterms and she gets busy at the end of the year. Tons of grading, lots of work to do to catch up or rather to like log everything in. And so for the last week or two, it's felt a little distant and I get it. She's busy. But then there, like a couple of days ago, my little son, my little three-year-old comes in. She goes over, gives him a big hug. And affection is important to me. Like I like to be greeted with a hug and like touch is important for me. And so when I see him getting a hug, I think to myself, man, it's been a little while since I've gotten any attention like that. Like I haven't gotten a hug or like a, like a warm greeting like that because I know my wife's busy and I get that. And so what I did was I see that and then she comes into the kitchen. I'm like wiping the counter down or doing whatever. And I'm like, I say some like dumb little passive aggressive immature comment. And I'm like, oh, that must be nice. I wonder how that feels. I wonder how a hug feels or something like, you know, childish like that. And then she, she didn't really engage with me. And then I said it's something like that again. I made some little snarky comment again, like, oh, that, that was great. That must be nice. He gets those hugs all the time. I can't even remember exactly the words that I used or what it was. Like, it was something along those lines, some snarky little comment. And then she's like, stop, stop. What are you doing? And, and I can't remember exactly the words that she used in her response, but I could tell that was not landing. That wasn't working. The reality was, oh, let me finish this little thread here. So I said, okay, honey, let me try this again. I feel like we've been distant for the last couple of weeks and things have been like, you don't know, not that we're mad at each other or anything, but I just recognize there's distance there. And I just, when I see Skylar getting a hug, I just kind of, you know, I'm hoping for one too. Something along those lines. It was just a clear, I said, let me try this again. Essentially, you know, I know things are busy, but I'd love, and I'd love a hug as well. And then from that point, we were able to have a really good conversation and find like we can find some closure because now she understands what I need. She understands how I felt. I've been feeling disconnected or like, you know, like something's missing. And just a clear expression of that was all that was required. And so I say this just so people understand like this cycle happens to everybody. Again, as much as I love this stuff and I know exactly what to do, it's still hard to put yourself out there. 
It requires you to be vulnerable, and that's not easy, even though intellectually you can know exactly what you need to say. And so after I, you know, that experience, I wanted to share that with people to, to let you know that, no, you're not alone. Like this is literally everybody who's in a marriage needs to go through the same process. And the reason why it's difficult sometimes is because of the vulnerability that's required. In a relationship where the other person matters to you, it's a double-edged sword. They matter to you, so they're a tremendous resource for feeling grounded, for feeling loved and accepted and and connected and important. Like there's such a big we're all we're relationally designed. We're designed to be in relationships with other people, and that makes us stronger. The 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 other side of that sword is that the closer you are to somebody, the more it hurts when things don't go well. And so it requires vulnerability. And so just for me to catch myself like, okay, I know what I'm doing. I'm just like, I'm I'm not sharing in a vulnerable way because it's safer. So let me just take, you know, push pause and say, let me start again. This is really what I meant to say. And then just by doing that, you step out of that cycle and you're able to actually find a resolution because the other person understands what you need. And then they're able to respond compassionately instead of some snarky comment then lands on the other person wrong and then they get defensive and like why are you always critical like what's your problem or however they respond in the cycle however your spouse or your partner responds it's usually in response to them getting hurt by how we are protecting ourselves. so to summarize the key to learning how to fish is to identify what skill you need to focus on and then getting the tools necessary, whether it's through, again, these podcasts or another podcast or a book or getting customized help by meeting with somebody. However you choose to do it is perfectly fine. But the goal is to identify where is the breakdown? What skill do I need to learn? And then how do I learn it? Who can teach me? Where can I get that info? And then it's just a matter of implementing. And when you do, you'll notice that these conversations get significantly easier again as i i caught myself it took maybe 30 seconds where i'm like all right i need to like i need to be clear i need to really you know i need to be vulnerable and say this is what i really need this is how i'm feeling right now sometimes for couples that will take weeks for them to do sometimes for couples they get better at it then it takes a couple of days then you get better at it then it's like a couple of hours and then you get better at it you notice it in the moment and you're able to just course correct or lead with, you know, you kind of just like have the conversation in your head, like this is what I need to say, and this is not comfortable, but, and then you just kind of lead with that conversation. The point is that as soon as you identify what you need to work on, and then you get the tool necessary, it's just implementation. And now once I know how to do that, my wife and I know how to talk to each other in this way, our relationship can be sustained forever because we can bring up questions and concerns and difficulties and hurts and repair because we just we know how to do it now and so i guess linking this to the analogy like if you have to learn how to fish there's multiple components you have to learn how to and i'm not a fisher this is another one of the things that i have no idea what to do but i would guess you need to learn how to like string up the fishing rod you need to learn how to what kind of bait you need you need to not have any holes in your boat like there's all these things that go into that just like how in a marriage or working individually for a husband who's working on overcoming his addiction. Okay, we need to learn how to communicate effectively. 
We need to learn how to better understand each other. We need to learn how to rebuild trust together. We need to learn how to navigate insecurities when it comes to intimacy. We need to learn how to process triggers in a healthy way so we don't keep getting set back into the addiction. We need to learn how to slow things down so we can uh, better identify how we're feeling, so we can work with our emotion. There's a few core things like this that contribute to a really healthy and productive and satisfying marriage. So my encouragement to you is that wherever you are in the process is okay. It's great. Just start where you are and then learn, rather first identify what's the skill that's preventing us from moving forward in the relationship or what's the skill for either the individual wife or husband? What's the skill from me taking another step with regard to healing from trauma or overcoming my addiction or overcoming old habits that are creeping in again. Like whatever the the, the problem area is, it's identifying what that is and then figuring out, okay, who has the answer to this? I don't have to figure this out on my own. There is an infinite amount of knowledge that's available because of like the day and age that we live in. So it's just like, okay, who knows the answer? Let me go to the source. And there's lots of ways to do lots of different things. But finding somebody that, a source that resonates with you, it's like, okay, let's go to the source. Do they have the answer to this question? If so, great, get the tool. Then it's just implementing it. And the more you implement it, the more it becomes second nature, which ultimately helps you to be successful in that area of life. And then you go to the next one. And you feel confidence and progress and excitement knowing, hey, I used to struggle with this, but now I'm pretty good at it and I'm doing much better in this area. That makes me feel good. And knowing that I'm making progress encourages me to then take another step. What area now do I want to refine? What part of my marriage do I want to improve in? What aspect of me overcoming some of these old habits or challenges should I focus on next? Which just increases the momentum, which increases the excitement because progress brings a sense of happiness. So I hope that hearing some of what we were talking about today in terms of this analogy, you're still going to get hungry if you know how to fish. It's just a matter of leaning in, doing the work, implementing the tools, and knowing you're not alone. Everybody struggles with something. The goal is just to understand what the struggle is to put the tool in place so it doesn't be a repeated struggle for the rest of, you know, for the rest of time. You're resolving things successfully as you move forward. So that would be my encouragement. You find something that you can work on, get the tool, and then it's just practice. Then just implementing, which helps you, like I said, to feel some excitement knowing that you're making progress and that feels good. So I look forward to speaking with you guys again next week, and we will talk to you soon. All right, take care.